Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to pose the question, what does parenting success look like to you? So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to pose the question, what does parenting success look like to you? So for me, and I'm not saying this needs to be you, But for me, I defined this for me a long time ago. And my ultimate goal as a parent is to have the respect of my adult children. And no thing or no fling will ever come in the way of that. That last part allows me the inflexibility to not make a stupid mistake, like an infidelity. And to be very conscious of the things that I do with my time, energy, and efforts, uh, and most specifically my time, and how I spend that around my children and with my children uh, when I'm home and or away, right? Travels, whatever, whatever extracurriculars I do, whatever business decision I make, how does this impact my family? And nothing's going to get in the way of them ultimately having respect for me. Like I respected my dad because he worked hard. I respected my dad because he he read to us every day. I respect my dad because he was there to do homework. I respect my dad because he sacrificed this or did that. Whatever it is, and I'm not going to be perfect in this, but those are my goals. Those are my standards. Those are the things that I hold high. But also, what does success look like? I tell you guys every episode, I don't know jack about parenting. Right, That's the whole title of this. And I'm learning and growing in the process. So what do I do? I learn and grow from other people, other parents, other books, uh, uh, other podcasts, other perspectives. Because I only have my own to live from. And I want to live through other people's and apply certain lessons that make sense and resonate with me into my parenting repertoire. So as I say that, let me segue into this. We're getting close to the end of the I don't know jack about parenting because I like to think I've learned a little bit in this process and I know a little something more. And one thing I am passionate about is helping fathers become more involved in their children's lives in multiple ways. So I'm going to be doing the FBI Dads podcast coming up here at the beginning of the year. That'll kick off in January 2021. And FBI stands for Fathers Being Involved. Now, success. If you study people, if you study parents, if you study cultures, right? There's a, there is one religion or group of people, uh, Jewish who tend to be extremely successful 
in many ways that society deems things successful. And there's an amazing book out there that I'm in the middle of reading called The Jewish Phenomenon. Like why are why is such a small population of the world dominant in so many areas of successful careers, uh, i.e. politics, uh, attorneys, doctors, and so forth. They're all very successful. And as I read this book, it's because they hold something very near and dear to their hearts. Something in their culture that prevails and is considered to be of the utmost importance because it brings you flexibility in your own life is education. And they believe, and this holds true in so many ways, that the more educated you are, the more opportunities arise. The more educated you are, the more valuable you become in the marketplace. The more valuable you are in the marketplace, the more that you can demand when it comes to terms of income. So when you look at their culture, if you look at their background, they teach their children at a young age, and I'll talk about that in a second, what it is to be an adult and what it is to plan and what it is to goal set. And that's why I believe they have a five, six year it, um, jump start on most I'm in America Americans. See, the way I was brought up is you had to go to school uh, and, and after school, uh, there wasn't a lot of planning post school. It was like you go out into the world, you go into the workforce, you get a job and you live life. It wasn't a big plan for me in my life. But culturally, Jewish people declare their children adults at a party at age 13 called a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, depending on whether you're a male or a female. After this party, as I understand it, as I read this book, and as I know a number of Jewish friends, um, they declare them an adult at 13 years old. At 13 years old, they have a very candid conversation. It goes something like this. It's not verbatim, but here's the Cliff Notes version. Did you enjoy this amazing party? And they put on parties and the gifts are plentiful. Mostly money that can be invested. Listen to me, not spent. Invested wisely in their future. Whether that be for college, starting a business, whatever it is, they do that. Then their parents typically are living in nicer homes, driving nicer cars, having nice businesses. And they say, do you enjoy the lifestyle that you, that you live? And the kids say, yes. And they say, that's fantastic. In order for you to create this for yourself, here are the professions that provide the income that can provide the lifestyle that you desire. Which one do you want to go into? At age 13, they start making career choices. Once they make their career choice, they say, that's fantastic. Here are the top 10 schools that you need to get into in order to excel at that profession. 
In order to get into these top 10 schools, these are the type of grades and the extracurriculars that you must be engaged in in order to look really well on your transcripts or your resume, whatever way you want to look at it, to get into those top schools. If you want to get it paid for, it can be paid for, but why use your money that you just got at this bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah? Why don't you use government assistance or scholarships? And in order to attain scholarships, you must get these types of grades and again have these extracurriculars and we will apply for them early and often. So for the next five years, from 13 to 18, because this usually happens around 8th grade, they start focusing the next four years of acting like an adult with goals, with intention, so that when they get to 18 and they've worked their tail off to get into the college that they want to get into, have the career that they want to have, when they get sent off to school, they haven't been treated like a child for the last four or five years. They've been treated like an adult. And when you're treated like an adult in this world, this is such a fantastic concept, right? When you're treated like an adult for five years and you get put out into the world as an adult based on law, right? 18 years old. Guess what happens? You act like an adult. And you do the right thing. And you're not out partying. Why? Because you're studying. Why? Because you have a goal. Your goal isn't to go to college to party. Your goal is to get that PhD, to get that doctorate, to get that law degree, to study entrepreneurship, to study a specific business, to study accounting so that you can go and enjoy the fruits of your labor for the entirety of your life, not just a pit stop and to, to enjoy until you get into adulthood, which unfortunately I believe too many kids are like, well, I don't know what the heck I want to do, so let me go to college and get drunk for four years, and when I get out, I'll figure it out then, right? I should have a degree and somebody will give me a job even though I've shown no discipline for the last nine years of my life. Then they look back and they blame it on their parents. And guess what? Part of it's their parents' fault. They didn't guide them. They didn't goal set. They didn't have that conversation like the Jewish culture does. I, why do I share this? Because nobody did it for me. But I want to do better. I want to break a cycle. I want to be the dad I wish I had. I want to be guided. There are things I've always wanted to do with my son. That weren't done for me. Nobody showed up at a sporting event even though I excelled. Part of the reason I think I excelled because I thought if I did well, somebody would show up. In a really backward, twisted way, they kind of did me a favor. But I'll be there for my son. I want to teach my son how to drive a car. So that when he goes out into the world, he does it with confidence. I want to help him in his process of deciding what it is he wants to accomplish in this world professionally. And guide him in having somebody else pay for it. And excel and treat him as an adult early and often. 
I want to be the one who drives him off to college or gives him the keys before he leaves and tell him I'm proud of him as I had to go through those processes by myself for the first time as nobody around me was there to support me. I'm not going to repeat that cycle. I'm going to learn from others who are successful and follow their plan, their path, their pattern. And I don't need to be Jewish, nor does my son need to be, to do what their culture does that helps them and allows them to be successful. Now, there are things in there that come very naturally to their culture that... uh, are going to be ingrained from them at an early age. And I may not have those tools, but it doesn't mean I can't take the guide to the best of my ability. And even though there's a couple holes, done is better than perfect. So I don't know jack about parenting, but I do know about mimicking success. And if you're a parent and you have a a middle-aged child, if you would, someone who's in late elementary school, middle school, you may want to start planning to make them a successful adult. And I highly encourage the title, The Jewish Phenomenon, because as I read it, it sounds like a, a master plan for an entire culture. And if it's good enough for their successful culture, it may just be good enough for you in your family. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.